every once in a while, somebody sends me a link or a video or a podcast that says, what do you think of this, doc? And it's usually about a doctor who discovered some new weight loss thing, right? And it's usually something outrageous or bizarre or whatever. And they think it's the only thing in the world and the only thing that works and blah, blah, blah. You know, everybody goes through that. I think every doctor, probably every human as well, goes through a phase at some point in life where they're like, you know what? I need to lose a bunch of weight. I'm going to try Weight Watchers or I'm going to try Atkins or I'm going to try Sugar Busters or Keto or what have you. Now it's like Carnivore and, you know, Whole30, you know, Tom Brady's diet. There's all these diets. So there's doctors and there's a few of them online. You'll you'll see them around. They're proponents of like one single diet idea and one single way of losing weight. Um, you know, you got like the carnivore crowd, the keto crowd, the paleo crowd. And some of these people are just grifters and they just go from crowd to crowd, depending on where the wind is blowing. Like a lot of them are like, well, I used to be keto. Now I'm this. And I used to be paleo. Now I'm carnivore. And I discovered the truth. And, you know, I lost a hundred pounds eating no rice. Like, I mean, okay, great. Good for you. Um, but that's not what the data shows. So what does the data show? Um, the data shows, and I go through this in my really long lectures. I think there's a three and a half hour lecture on here. If you search through my podcast or you go to YouTube, if you want the video version of it, and I have tons of videos on weight loss and diets and comparing diets and what you should do. It, the, the data, basically, if you distill it down to its most important points, comes down to the following. Number one, if the diet is isocaloric, like the calories are the same and the protein is the same. So isocaloric and you equal out, you control for protein. The rest doesn't really matter. You can divide it up however you want. You can put 1500 people in this arm of the study. You can lock them up in a metabolic ward. You can give them food, send them food to their houses. You can do food logs, food frequency questionnaires. You can do it however you want to do it. But if you are uh, comparing diets, you need to compare isocaloric diets. There's no point in comparing a diet that's 2,300 calories a day and another one that's 2,000 calories a day. The group that's eating less is going to lose more weight. That's not a fair nor useful comparison. Like, what are you trying to correct for? Um, one of these studies that's quite uh, famous and important is one called the Diet Fits uh, Study or the Diet Fits Trial. They had these patients who some of them were diabetic, some of them were not. And they basically said, look, you're going to eat the same amount of calories. Um, you're going to eat the same amount of protein. One group is going to do super low carb. The other group is going to do uh, low fat or what have you. But the protein and the calories are the same. So all they did is manipulate the fat and the carbs. One group basically did like no fat or very low fat. And the other group did like no carbs or very low carbs. And they found that after 12 months, and it was very well done, you know, metabolic ward study, what have you, all of that. Like they controlled for everything, covariates, confounders, all of that. They found in the end that weight loss was the same. And it didn't matter if you had the genotypes or phenotypes for insulin resistance or type 2 diabetes. Even within diabetics who were either better or worse diabetics, they all lost the same amount of weight, whether they ate carbs or not, whether they ate protein or not, or I'm sorry, whether they ate the fat or not. So it didn't matter. As long as the calories and protein were the same, that really didn't matter. Uh, in terms of weight loss. Um, so the other, the other thing I always emphasize in my lectures at medical conferences is that the macronutrients 
that you decide to emphasize in your diet make very little difference as long as you're in a calorie deficit. So what does that mean? So let's say you're like, you know what? I like eating meat. I just want to eat meat. But instead of 2,600 calories a day, I'm going to eat only 1,800 calories a day. All right. Well, that can work. Um, you know, absolutely work. Another person might say, well, I don't like meat at all. I'm just going to eat pure white rice, you know, pure carbs. And that works too. There was a study done where they took a bunch of Chinese men. They put them on only white rice. They put them on a diet of just white rice, nothing else. They all lost like 45.4 kilograms or something like that. Basically all lost 100 pounds or more. With just eating simple, plain white rice, nothing else. Another group of people might say, well, I like fat. I'm just going to eat fat. I'm just going to eat olive oil, butter, you know, whatever, chicken skin, steak fat, what have you. And you can do that too. And as long as you cut your calories, you will still lose weight. And the good thing about it is for the vast majority of these diets and people, if you are, if you actually lose weight, no matter how you do it or what macronutrients you emphasize, the vast majority of people will improve their cardiovascular markers. Your inflammatory markers go down, your uh, cholesterol goes down, everything improves. Your LDL cholesterol goes down, like everything basically improves. There is an exception to that rule. Some people on very high saturated fat diets, like you got to be careful if you decide to do a fattier diet with more fat in it, you have to be careful and control saturated fat because some people are far more uh, sensitive, let's say, or reactive to saturated fat than others. Some people, if they eat more saturated fat, their cholesterol, their numbers will go up quite a bit uh, compared to those who do not. So that's the one caveat. Now, can you lose weight eating only Twinkies and will your cholesterol get better? So yes, this exact study was done. I actually have a video called The Twinkie Diet. You can look it up. Professor Dr. Mark Haub, H-A-U-B, um, out of Kansas State University. He's the head of nutrition at Kansas State University. He was sitting around at lunchtime with his colleagues, the entire nutrition department. Just think of this. And they saw him eating a Twinkie. And they're like, Dr. Haub. Why are you eating a Twinkie? We thought you wanted to lose weight. So he responds by saying, yeah, you can lose weight eating Twinkies. Well, what do you mean? There's nothing wrong with eating a Twinkie. I plan on losing weight. He was eating 2,600 calories a day and he had cut his calories, but he found a way to fit a Twinkie or whatever it was. You know, I think it's exactly, exactly a Twinkie. He found a way to fit Twinkies into his diet and still be at 1,800 calories. So they said, oh, come on, doc, really? There's no way you could do that. He's like, okay, watch. I'm going to eat only Twinkies and I'm still going to lose weight. Now he's smart, so he didn't want to lose muscle. So he made sure that he got enough protein. He, he drank every morning a protein shake. It was 100 grams of protein a day, which is obviously 400 calories. And then the rest of his calories, the other 1,400 calories were Twinkies, Doritos, Little Debbie snack cakes, Oreo cookies, and one other thing, I forget. But there was all junk, basically. And he lost 28 pounds in 10 weeks because he cut calories. Not only that, all of his cardiometabolic markers that you could possibly check all improved. CRP, uh, interleukins, cholesterol numbers all got better, anywhere between 20 and 30% improvement. All of his cholesterol numbers, his total cholesterol went down, his LDL went down. You know, all of that stuff improved because of the weight loss alone and because he's consuming less calories. We know that people who eat less calories uh, generally do better. Um, now, that's not a blanket statement, so don't take that for what it's worth. But when you cut calories, 
Um, you, most of your markers, at least transiently, and maybe even permanently, depending on how you change your diet or what, depending on what you change your diet to, will improve. And that's the one thing that people don't realize. Like, it doesn't matter what diet you select. It, a lot of times it depends on what you're changing from. So if you're eating a standard American diet and you change to a more wholesome diet, your markers will improve. If you're eating a standard American diet and you change to, I'm only going to eat saturated fat and trans fat and butter and margarine and all this kind of stuff. Even if you cut calories and you lose weight, if you're one of these people that overly responds or hyper responds to saturated fat, your LDL cholesterol is going to go through the roof and most of your inflammatory markers will too. Now, there are exceptions to this rule, obviously. If you change your diet from a more balanced diet, let's say more Mediterranean or DASH style diet, um, to a more meat and fat based diet, the vast majority of people are going to be seeing worsening in their cholesterol markers. Now, if that ends up being balanced out by weight loss, you may be at a net negative, a net, net neutral, I should say, but definitely probably not going to end up net positive. Um, some will end up net negative, some will end up net neutral, some may end up positive. But still, that is about how it works. So there's a lot of nuance. Anybody just throws something out there with no nuance and no explanation, just with extreme views, probably just lying to you. Um, but that's kind of how it worked. I hope you enjoyed this. Help me spread the word about good cardiology advice, good heart, healthy living. Uh, go to iTunes, scroll down a little bit, leave a review, put some five stars on there. And I would totally appreciate it and love you very much. And we will talk in the next episode. Peace.